0: What are you watching right now? I just binge watched season four of The Expanse, which is a show that Amazon, it's a science fiction show set in space. It's a show that Amazon picked up from the Sci-Fi channel and it's fantastic. They were canceling it. It didn't work on broadcast, but it's working really well on streaming. And so I'm really glad we picked up the show. And by the way, we did make it better. (laughs) Season four is the best season of the expanse Uh, it's incredible but i just watched the whole thing in a weekend it's good
1: Well hello everyone welcome to Struggle Session. I am Leslie the Third. And I'm Jack Allison. I'm gonna do this for the first time ever. I'm gonna do the top of the show plugs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry wow. folks. This is a podcast. Yeah. This is a podcast. We have given you almost four hundred episodes Good without God. doing this to you.
0: Good God. Do we when do we get syndication on a podcast? <laughs> We indication. Indication.
1: But please like and subscribe on iTunes. The only people who rate us on iTunes are like people who get like mad
0: at me for doing it. You know, it. I haven't even looked at our iTunes. What a, what a dire idea, honestly. But please, honestly, everybody, please do give us nice reviews on uh, on iTunes. And this is a public
1: episode, so if you haven't subscribed to Struggle Session Plus, where we're doing tons of bonus episodes, one or two a week now. We're doing the Alan Moore podcast. Mm -hmm. We're doing Leslie and Brian's Badass Movie broadcast, where uh, me and Brian from Street Fight just sit and watch some movies and chill and and vibe out. So if you want to hear any of that stuff and hundreds of great back episodes, commentaries, all sorts of good stuff, patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or uh, Struggle strugglesession.substack.com. Dot com. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of addresses. Yeah, whichever one you want. If you want to be a contrarian, I guess yeah. you do use Substack. <laughs> um, you know, most people go to the Patreon. Plus is more of a direct RSS feed. And actually, some people who didn't like Patreon because it's a little bit complicated like Plus better. So please uh, subscribe. Jack and I really appreciate it. This mm-hmm. is how we uh, pay our bills. So thank you so much uh, for dealing with that plug. Now, moving on, sadly, to another plug. That's this right. This is an exciting one. This is an yeah. exciting one.
0: Tell them all about it, Jack. Well, you know, we have coming up on uh, August 7th and August 8th here um, once again in, in beautiful Burbank, California, we have yet another uh, live bug con occurring so this is the convention for all things bug main i guess i don't know uh, <laughs> uh it's a convention that we threw in 2019 and we have live podcasts you know appearances like from from the doughboys we're gonna try to do something struggle yes. session for it and a lot of other weird stuff and surprises in stock in in, in store too you know the first year we had everybody in fan safety vests, um, yellow (laughs) vests that everyone had to wear for for the safety of the podcasters. Ahead
1: of the times when it
0: comes to social distancing, if I'm being honest with you. It's true. You know, so it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be very, very weird. Um, There's stuff I don't even, I I don't want to spoil stuff. That's why it's hard to promo BugCon is you don't want to spoil stuff.
1: It's so funny because like when this was first announced in 2019, Most people, myself included, thought it was a fake. We (laughs) thought it was a joke
0: or a hoax pretty much until the day. I wasn't really sure either, you know, uh, until the day of. But it really did come together in 2019. It's weird. It's like an art installation parody of a convention that also actually is a convention that people travel from. As far as, like, out of the country, people have traveled to come to BugCon. We're going to have a live screening of Tomorrow War, you know, the movie that stars uh, the Doughboys' Mike Mitchell. Oh, hell yeah. We're going to have, you know, appearances. Is, Is it the Mitch cut, though? Well, I mean, you'll have to come you'll have to come there and find out. We might have some more tomorrow war stuff. Um yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting uh and it's here in the Burbank Marriott. You know, once again, Los Angeles has just reinstituted a mask mandate. So yes. we'll, we'll be all there with masks on uh August 7th and uh August 8th. It's just so funny this went from
1: a thing people thought wasn't real to a thing that people were like begging
0: to come back because <laughs> the co- like covid made it more God. like it made it more real for, for some people Well reason. 2020 you know we did it over zoom and we and we tried to do our best we like sent everybody bug phones like everybody got sent like custom cell phones and stuff like that so we did try to make it a really good experience um but yeah we you know Got the opportunity to do it this year, basically because they never refunded us for our um, deposit last year. Oh, uh, great! <laughs> and then, of course, yeah, COVID's back in a big way. So, you know, uh, we'll just be wearing masks, everybody. You know, try get get your vaccine, uh, wear your mask, and come to uh, to BugCon. All right, so we gotta get into it. COVID is back. Oh yeah, uh, baby. Um. Covid is as back as Trump is back. <laughs> They're like both their power levels are are both rising once again.
1: Man, I what I I came to a breaking point with Covid. Like my brain broke with Covid. Me too. Uh this 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 week. It was this week um where Jerome Adams, a doctor who mm. was health commissioner, uh, made this, you know, pretty interesting thread on Twitter cuz this is where you go to find out about like health news like for mm. the whole country you have to go to twitter yeah, to uh, the .com. to the
0: to the web forum game facts forums <laughs> yeah
1: he starts off with last year tony Fauci and i famously prematurely and wrongly advised against mass masks i felt it was the best call at the time but now i regret it i'm worried the cdc also made a similarly premature misinterpreted yet still harmful call on masking in the face of the up up emoji? emoji.
0: What in the fuck? <laughs> up
1: emoji. Delta variant. Yeah. So the the guy who told people not to wear masks, uh-huh. famously <laughs> infamously told everybody not to wear masks, has some new shit to drop on you
0: to tell you about how someone else is wrong. <laughs> Listen, I at this point, Leslie, like it's like I don't. Obviously agree with all the right wingers and all the fucking, you know, anti, you know, anti vaccine stuff that's going on out Obviously. there. I will say, though, that I'm like, there has been so much sort of this, the, the voice of the state and the voice of the cdc is so like the science says this and then like two seconds later they're like whoops that's not what the science says yeah i don't want to get into any of the specific
1: calls because like by the time this podcast comes out like something else which and like we will be contributing to this but it's just like right i I, it broke my brain and i was just like i
0: don't fucking know and I can't blame anyone for anything they do. Neither can I. That's like honestly like and frankly another thing is that I see so much you know talk in sort of liberal media blaming just like the right and Trump for people not being vaccinated and I'm like no there are plenty of there are a lot of Trump people and Republicans who aren't vaccinated but there are a lot of people who like aren't that who like just are like poor people or people of color, like who are either skeptical or don't have like the opportunity to get the vaccine. And part of me is like, okay, we can talk to a blue in the face about why it's Trump's fault. But at a certain point, like what is going to be done for those people who aren't getting it and have kind of legitimate reasons not to like the Trump of it all. Sure. Have him cut an ad. You know what I mean? But like, there are so many people who aren't, you know, Trump people uh, um, who are, you know, who this, this, reach out isn't reaching or whatever. What was the difference between the Trump, you know, COVID policy and the Biden COVID policy? Like, it, like I know Trump wanted to open up quicker, sooner. So that's like one difference. But other than that, the difference was very quickly develop vaccines and get people to take them so that we can open the country back up immediately. And, you know, like we kind of under Biden, I, there's a part of me, and this is a very hot take where I'm like, like the version where Trump won the presidency, probably we'd have a higher vaccination rate in this country. <laughs> like, because liberals I think were going to get vaccinated either way, and Trump like would have made it like he's like, well, I'm the president. I like we got to hit that number or whatever. Like, Trump being elected, we probably would be at a higher vaccination rate in in the U S. right Jesus now.
1: Christ, Jesus <laughs> Christ! But you know, it's just you know absolutely f- depressing state that. Uh, this country uh, uh, is in. It's it's to the point where almost Jack. I almost want to say something like I don't know S O S America, like like I would love if we could get some outs of outside you know independent coalition of the willing to just come in and kind of take things over. Since
0: clearly we don't know what to do, they opened up here in L A. and one month to the day later. They closed, they put the mask mandate back in effect. We had, it was June 15th to July 15th, like, exactly. I'm happy, I'm all the more willing to give up making, I guess, Winnie the Pooh jokes about President Xi, if that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Like, we can just no longer do that stuff, and, you know. Clearly, we can't handle our own shit. And nevertheless, for some
1: reason, our politicians and individual citizens think, That if there is one protest in Cuba, it's time for us to, like, try and take them over. Like, try to go (laughs) in and topple the government. That's basically...
0: There's even a flash mob. I mean, you know, what has happened in Cuba is... Here's the thing. Even if you for, like, a moment give that there might be actual, like, that this is not a fully astroturfed effort by the CIA, which I'm not even willing to go that far. Uh, But even if you say this is not an astroturfed effort and these are people who really are protesting about, like, bad living conditions, obviously that's, like, because of the embargo that we do on their country and everything like that. The thing I have found the funniest about this is the number of, I, if, if I'm being the most charitable, like misguided liberals, like jumping in and being like, we need to fight for the people or whatever. And then immediately being like, hey, like, why is it all like Trump people that are on my side here? <laughs> like, there's like, there is the tweet of the woman who showed up and she's like, they're chanting USA. Like, why are there so many Trumpies here at the like, you know, Cuba protest? Um Um, you know, so, so often with this liberals are being like, we have to fight for like the people. And then they're like immediately like, why are there only, um, right wing psychopaths here at the anti-communism rally? If
1: you want to deep dive into Cuba, make sure to check out belly of the beast, uh, Cuba. Their Twitter as at belly beast, Cuba, Liz Olivia Fernandez and uh, Reed Lindsay. There is real protest there about bad conditions, but of mm-hmm. course it is because of the embargo, and the right. government has just failed to communicate. Has failed to communicate to the public, so people are pissed off for real reasons. But the government hasn't made it clear that that is because of this over uh, this embargo. So the protest is not an invitation for Americans to come and like invade like Cuba or like. It (laughs) means that like the embargoes. No, what they want, what they
0: want, Leslie, is they want boots on the ground and chipotles opened tomorrow. They want to be part of the global. Marketplace immediately. Well, Jack, uh,
1: given that Guantanamo Bay is illegally on Cuba, I think they might already have a Chick fil A there. They certainly have (laughs) boots on the ground. Millions of people have played Metal Gear Solid, where you go through our illegally operated American torture prison and you go (laughs) around and you take out these villainous, evil. Marines, Thank you, Kojima, for putting yeah, that out there, by the way. But nevertheless, so many people who've played this game, who've, who've know th- these stories, like, still just redound immediately to this far-right propaganda yeah. where the Cuban regime must be toppled by any means necessary. And it's just absolutely, it's so, like, disgusting. Like, it's as disgusting and bloodthirsty as anything, any right-winger. Could say like
0: just because it's not because dropping it literally the is a right wing. It is a right wing viewpoint. You know what I mean? It like quite literally is a right wing view. You know, I hate to say it, but not all protests like are equal. You know what I mean? And while I did. Kind of, I was like when I saw people tweeting about like it's fully a CIA thing. I was like, you know, I bet there are really people out there. Plus, I saw a lot of people. There was footage, you know, from Cuba where people were saying like "Viva Castro," you know, (laughs) like "Viva Fidel," "Viva." Oh no, "Yo soy Fidel" is what they were saying. "Yo soy Fidel" uh, is what they were chanting. I'm like, I don't know. That what, these, what everyone is in the streets for is, like, a demand for American-style business relationships and, like, freedom in the sense, you know, that uh, people on Twitter uh, like <laughs> yeah. to think of it as. I think they maybe just think that there should be, like, more food in stores or something. You know what I mean? Like, they're mad because literally the U.S. is doing an embargo on them, and anyone who even does business with them you know what I mean like it's hard to live in an embargoed country I would imagine especially during COVID when all the supply lines are also broken down
1: the funniest one by far
0: uh, and the one that brings
1: me most personal satisfaction like (laughs) Schadenfreude is Philip Lord a writer of a bunch of children's movies that people keep telling me are so fucking great (laughs) I I'm so glad I never have to hear that again. Um even though he had this is not his first time uh getting on this beat and we'll get to it, but he decided to uh post this uh image from a uh website called Unwoke Narrative about with the truth about the Cuban embargo. The Cuban embargo doesn't prohibit Cubans from doing business freely. It doesn't torture political dissidents. It doesn't do this, doesn't do that. Basically says all the problems in Cuba are, aren't caused by the embargo. They're caused by the communist Cuban regime.
0: The first thing on the list is doesn't prohibit Cubans from doing business freely. I'm like, number number one, that that's what you think is number one on the list of people out in the <laughs> streets. It's like, allow us to do more business freely, like down with like regulation, uh business killing regulations. And then the rest of them, you know describe america yes. you know what I mean. like the rest of them are not good but they basically do describe america um and yes it is very funny that phil lord is posting something from at unwoke narrative uh which is how this is branded uh, across the top of the image
1: it's funny they and, and they say that the cuban embargo doesn't Sentence innocent political prisoners. They make sure <laughs> to point out that, you know, we, These yes, ones of, are course, innocent. of course, America doesn't imprison political prisoners, but they're just, but they're like, not innocent. They're, they're guilty. We, we imprison political prisoners on uh, in Cuba, by the way.
0: Did here are, are the thing. Here are the things that even Phil Lord, who is like a, you know, who's we'll talk about it in a second, but who has even a personal stake in this. He, here's what the the big issues are with the Cuban government: doesn't prohibit Cubans from doing business freely. That literally is just like doesn't let them like cut down the rainforest, to, <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? Like that is just about regulation. Doesn't imprison Cubans for thinking differently. I don't know about that, <laughs> no, I, you know, uh, doesn't deny Cubans free access to the Internet. Our access to the Internet is very interesting. We d- uh, no, well, we have access to anything, but we
1: just seize other countries' websites. Hey, well, yes, like,
0: yes. We don't allow other countries to have free access to the Internet is what, is what our situation is. Yeah, about two weeks
1: ago, like, we shut down, like, like big, major Middle Eastern, like, websites. We just seized them for with no explanation.
0: Doesn't deny Cuban's free access. Doesn't sentence innocent political prisoners. Very funny, the innocent snuck in there. Doesn't monitor Cuban's communication. Well, I mean... I think we do. I come on. We do. I think I mean, we do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe... may I know that we monitor Cubans' communications. I'm not sure if the Cuban government actually <laughs> has the capacity to do that. I know that we have, you know, literally like an entire... like a branch of government. Not, I guess, a branch, but, you know, an entire like... Uh, a, floor, uh, a floor. A floor. A the- floor. A floor is de- is devoted entirely to uh, um, spying on all of us. Um doesn't torture political dissidents. So much of this is like... Like three or four of these are about like dissidents and people like getting imprisoned. And the only thing I'd say is like, please have a look at the like what was what was done last year to like the protesters and how people were like shot and tased and like bones broken and permanently disfigured uh, because of being out there protesting against the police.
1: Yeah. And Jack, I, I do want to pause briefly talking about prisoners. We Biden today
0: is just now about to let someone out Guantanamo. One person. Biden is about to let them out one at a time. So maybe for the next, maybe for every Democrat president we get, we'll let out one person from Guantanamo Bay. This is incremental progress. Well, and
1: Jack, I do want to tell a little bit of the story because this guy like was supposed to be let out when Obama was president. He promised to let him out. But the Department of Justice literally fought him to like the, like the last month of the Obama administration mm, on this. Man. He, and he had to stay in for the entire Trump administration. They knew like everyone knew that this this was a time limit that Trump wasn't going to let anybody out. They were supposed to let him out, but the didn't bureaucracy at the DOJ they didn't get the, like I don't understand how those people like sleep. They left someone in prison for 5 years just because they didn't want to get through the paperwork fast enough.
0: Man, not even man. prison
1: in Guantanamo Bay on in Cuba, <laughs> in, in Cuba. torture,
0: in extrajudicial judicial torture prison. Um, yeah, I, you know, um, so, I look at this list, I look at this list and I'm just basically like, you know, I this describes America to me, almost every single thing I see on this, except for prohibiting Cubans from doing business freely, which I guess we are <laughs> where we are very good at allowing business to be done freely
1: where he got this meme uh, unwoke narrative is no exaggeration a light
0: white supremacist website the light is even doing a lot of lifting there. The light, the light. Because some of the screenshots I saw from this thing that people were posting in the comments to 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 uh, Phil Lord, I was like, whoa. I'm trying to be generous
1: here. It's, it's, about, it's about David Duke level. It's about David Duke level. Maybe not Aryan Nation, but it's about David Duke level. I'm trying to be generous. This is posted by Philip Lord, one of the most prominent writers in all of Hollywood. And absolutely wild thing to post from this far right uh, website, and of course people started like yelling at him. I, I am so sad because it was actually caught by Politics Twitter before it was caught. By like woke MCU fan Twitter. Because they would have been all over the shit. Like, if the Disney fans had seen this in time, oh my God. That man would have had to delete his life. I swear to God. He didn't, like, because like, that's what happened to Gina Corral. Like, and for a record, I'm sorry. Yeah, true. What Gina Corral posted. Wasn't even one one hundredth as bad, <laughs> not even one one hundredth, and not part of like an actual campaign involving like like the U.S. government wants to like destroy Cuba. So when you're actually posting this sort of propaganda, that's even like that's much worse than whatever you know brain dead right wing shit Gina Carano posted. Like I'm I'm sorry, like no like actual person was it could be like harmed by that. Uh, but like this this is a little bit different. And the apology, uh, which followed uh, somewhat shortly after, I recently posted something without realizing it came from a source that I categorically do not condone. I have taken it down.
0: Apologies for not taking note of the source before I shared it. But that's all. Not, the, not I disagree with what was said there. Just like I think unwoke narrative is probably not the smartest thing for me to be posting out on my, my professional Twitter account.
1: Philip Lord's uh, display name on the website is Phil Lord hashtag Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. hashtag <laughs> Stop Asian A. He had to abbreviate his name <laughs> in order to get the hashtags for how <laughs> motherfucking righteous uh, and down with the cause.
0: Wow, that's he really is. good.
1: Now <laughs> one may wonder why the guy who wrote. Mitchell's versus the machines (laughs) and cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Two is chiming in. (laughs) Good question. On, on, on Cuba, like this, and going hard too. Like about a week after all, everybody else got their like shit posting. Like everybody, like people who kind of moved on from it for the
0: most right, part. Only, right. only the real diehards are still trying. And the to, Biden administration, and the Biden, of course, of course, of course, <laughs> uh, the but, diehards, and of course the White House. So yes, the only yes. one's kind of trying to keep this going.
1: And that, and that, of course, is like why this is so much more nefarious than the Gina Carano because it is like it's
0: it's like in conjunction with the White House.
1: Yes. All right. And so, someone uh, was kind enough to point out uh, for all of us that not only does Philip Lord have a history of doing this, and the reason ultimately that he's doing this is that he is the grandson of a former plantation owner in Cuba.
0: Because this. Family-owned slaves there. That's usually what you find if you start digging, especially when it's like, I'm a Cuban expat, you know, like, my family's from Cuba. Usually start digging, and you're like, oh, because, like, they, like, were, they were big-time slavers, and they got kicked out by the communists. Well, actually, Jack, I want to tell you one
1: exception to this rule that will shock oh, wow. you, and I think many listeners Wow. A guy who's very prominent for talking about his uh, his uh, family being exiles from Cuba, Marco Rubio, right? Wow. That his family were actually exiles before the revolution. They left well, that, Batista. They were... <laughs> They were pro revolution. Wow. His family wow. was pro motherfucking revolution. Look, I believe
0: it. I believe it <laughs> just because of what a sick person Marco Rubio is. Like that, like really speaks nicely to you know just how cynical of an operator uh, uh, this this character really is. But he
1: still tells that story with leaving out the part that his family was not running. From the de- Welcome dictator, to the United States <laughs> of America. I actually
0: like. I actually like love that as an American tale. <laughs> it's like you escape. You escape from the dictator, and then like three generations later, like your you know your uh, spawn has been elected <laughs> to office. But then they're pro dictator. You know what a uh, what an American tale in just three generations. Uh, the general General Belincourt owns an
1: extensive sugar plantation in Cuba. He is a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania class, Very uh, nice. a little bit too small to read. Having received a diploma in medicine, a doctor, a slave wow. owner, oh, and man. the uh, ancestor of the writer of Lego
0: Batman Two. <laughs> Phil Lord. So, see, that's what like you know, that's what that slavery built over a couple generations. Ultimately, that like you know those slave those slaves working on that. Um, plantation ultimately like created the fertile ground that created the uh, the Lego Movie that everybody likes so much.
1: But I really do think about that a lot. Like like my ancestors, I do too. Like slave were slaves mm-hmm. and kidnapped from Africa and brought over here to create like <laughs> Space Jam
0: two. Like, ultimately, like, this is what we've come up with. The Hearst family, you know, they did all the yellow journalism and everything like that, like, actually pulled the country into war because of, like, the way that this rich family decided to make money. Uh, Where did that wealth come from in the first place? Well, of course, they owned, um, like, four slave plantations, like, in the 1800s. And so that's where that wealth got built up. And what has all that amounted to is just, like... Is the 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 new Hearst, like this lady, Lydia Hearst, who's just like an extra on sci-fi shows. You know what I mean? Like that's what all of it was for. Like all that pain, like blood spilled, lives ruined, like people wrecked. Like it's all just so like Lydia could like have never have to work and just do like sci-fi channel shows. That's what it's all about. Okay. Well, um, so there was one rich
1: asshole who asked for another rich asshole to actually spend his money in a positive way in all this. So Pitbull, uh, even though he is still on, like, the SOS Cuba side, he actually called on Jeff Bezos <laughs> to, like, give money Jeff. <laughs> to Cuba, which wow. I don't know, I, I guess is maybe, like, not... That bad and much better than what he's uh, Bezos is actually spending his money on. And this is uh, you may be listening to this. um, Jeff Bezos may already be in space in one piece or many as of right. As you are listening,
0: Jeff Bezos might be dead. Uh, We don't know yet. I got chills right on now. the edge Right on the edge of- I-, I actually want to watch all of uh, the billionaires You know go into space Because just odds wise You know what I mean like just odds wise Bezos' Blue Origin
1: Launching at 9am eastern On mm-hmm. July 20th Before I say what I want to say I just want to remind people Of the conversation I think it was From Clark's I never watched a movie That Kevin Smith has about the people who work On the Death Star you, I just want to remind people um, sure. uh, about the conversation about the people who work on the Death Star uh, about how Luke blows up the people on the Death Star. I don't know what the tone of it was in the movie, but I think we've mostly settled on the fact that if you choose to work for the Empire, right, you kind of, you know, you, you kinda get, get what get, you get. You get what you get. You get what you get. That's you what, get what think. you get. So I'm sure there's a lot of <laughs> there might actually, you know what. I forgot these rich people, they just put assholes on their airplane, right? Like they don't have like,
0: well, the actually... guy who won, this is actually the funniest thing. The, the person who was supposed to ride with Jeff Bezos um, won an auction. And it is very funny. This does, this speaks, to, a guy won an auction for $28 million to be on the flight. And he was like, I have a scheduling conflict. And so now, now they're just having some teenager ride up. So now, you know, we'll have to watch sadly some teenager die if Jeff Bezos dies. I'm thinking too much about because like, I've been watching The
1: Expanse a lot, and like every like every ship has to have like engineers and scientists on it. But like, no, I, I'm realizing they're just gonna go up like with themselves. Like, by, yeah. like
0: it's just gonna be rich people going up by them. Oh, so who gives a fuck, right? Like, no, it's it's incredible. Like, they're basically going up by themselves. It it's really great. Right. I, and just the odds the odds are really in our favor on this one, I feel like you know I really am starting to feel like the odd uh, but the, here's the other thing though Leslie that sucks is they're not really going to space, oh yeah, like i don't really know much about space, but they're getting up where it's like low gravity, but they're not breaking some kind of barrier that space people know about. (laughs) It seems like they're going up about as high as, like, Tom Hanks,
1: (laughs) went for, like, Apollo 13 or something like that.
0: They're going up there so that they can get the video of them, like, weightless or whatever, but they're not actually, like, breaking out of the, like, atmosphere uh, of the Earth, is my understanding. They're just going really high in a plane. Yeah, so...
1: Branson is going to be doing his uh, soon. And actually, one person pulled out, uh, Ashton Kutcher. Uh, right. Who, you know,
0: publicly to care he wanted it, to go it, to space I, I gotta be honest with you it does make me feel good that there are a number of rich people who are like uh, i'm gonna back out yeah. <laughs> like, the guy who won the auction is like eh, no thanks
1: <laughs> yeah yeah He's, he says that uh his wife mila kun has convinced him that it was not a good decision for his family
0: yeah uh, for I, him I, to I think so do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not a smart family uh you know people we are making new jokes about Jeff Bezos blowing up some people were talking um a few weeks ago about the ultimate goal of like colonizing mars and all this stuff all these dreams and, and people were posting about like actually living and going on in space
0: would be Man. incredibly hard sounds and like it sucks so bad sucks dude literally like all the people on reddit who are like take me to mars elon like i believe that they actually would sign up to go be serfs on mars and die of asphyxiation you know what i mean like there's not a good life <laughs> There's not a good life out there on the outer colonies. Uh, if they if they do start happening, like yeah, but, <laughs> I, and, but you yeah. know, I do think it's possible. Not maybe in our lifetimes, but they're going to be like getting people to sign up to be indentured servants on Mars. You know, oh, before yeah. too long.
1: No, no, people already have signed up to go to Mars. In fact, I interviewed somebody uh, who wanted to go to Mars, and she knew and, like, it's a one-way trip, obviously. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, and she was going to die, but she was, she was just interested in uh, doing it. I understand that passion for space, and I think people underestimate that a little bit, because everybody, because people were saying, oh, it's horrible. Why does Jeff Bezos think he's going to be able to do this? And uh, he's so foolish. Like, people think they're just, like, all these billionaires are just stupid and don't know that they can die. But Jeff Bezos personally financed The Expanse.
0: Jeff Bezos was at some kind of fundraiser or some kind of event for all this private space stuff with a lot of private space people or whatever. And The Expanse is a very well liked show with all those people. And he had the cast of The Expanse there. And then basically as a party trick, he renewed The Expanse. I, he like wow. so he like announced in front of everybody like w- I'm gonna be choosing to like bring the Expanse back on Amazon yeah, pers- <laughs> and like surprised everybody. <laughs> that, I mean that's actually I actually liked it because I love that show. <laughs> Even if of, I have to admit,
1: but here's the thing: the thing like
0: is, I watched a little bit of that show and I'm like, man. This really is the Jeff Bezos vision of space and it fucking sucks. Yeah. It sucks so bad. And, and like I'm I'm going through the books and the
1: books are and the show are pretty much the same. The the innovation yeah. of the expanse, it, even though it is more of a really ultimately more of a fantasy than a sci-fi show, we, it has lots of space magic in it, but the real difference is that they take all the physics is hard sci-fi in a lot of ways. Like you can't yeah. go faster than like you like in Star Trek, like chips are like just flying like Offices in the expense They are fra—they are fragile vehicles where, like, a rock pass. I swear, rock can blow it up.
0: Yep, this is like what space will be like. It's going to be like insanely dangerous jobs where you're like risk of death is very, very high. Uh, and I, I actually, the show is really good. Actually, like it does, it, you know, and and that's a good series for you know, kind of upstairs, downstairs in space a little bit. So Jeff Bezos personally financed this show, so he knows what he's in for.
1: Some of them want to live forever, but some of them are perfectly happy dying gloriously in ways that kill a bunch of us too. <laughs> um, if it comes down to it, like they do not like care. They do not care. Obviously, like would you, would anybody
0: like be like these people if you actually want to live? I wouldn't be like Jeff Bezos if I want to live. If I was Jeff Bezos and I wanted to live forever. I would have already found out that's not possible. Yeah, and then I'd be (laughs) onto my space travel bullshit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I would have. They would have already like come back with the report saying, "Sir, like you are going to die by like we can get you probably up to hundred ten. Like we can get it like pretty good, but like you're gonna die like you know before too long."
1: Well, I think we talked about uh, Steve Jobs basically killed himself. He got diagnosed with uh cancer during a regular checkup, and it was treatable. And the type he had, when it was caught, most people survive. He got that diagnosis through Western medicine. He decided after getting the diagnosis that he did not believe in Western medicine and decided to treat it with you know like herbs and shit. And like mm-hmm. he literally had to hide this from like the stakeholders and investors, and like this like came out as, as part of like lawsuits and stuff that the CEO is, like, killing himself uh, for no reason. And he didn't seek treatment until it was too late, and he died. Because he's a dumbass, yeah. honestly. and that's like, billionaire. really what billionaires are like, are like. So, whereas Branson <laughs> or Musk and Jack, I swear to God, Obama is going to announce he's going to space at some point.
0: I mean, Obama, Obama's one of these guys that's, like, definitely going to, like... I definitely get the sense with Obama that he's one of these guys that's like, well, that's it for Earth. Like, I, I definitely think he's, like, angling for a spot in the doomsday bunkers and certainly, yeah, in space. Why not? He's one of the guys, like, if he were just in tech, he would already own a house in New Zealand.
1: All right. So moving on to more brain-breaking activity from rich people. Now, this one this one really got me. And, Jack, I, I it almost made me consider leaving Twitter.
0: Because just, it, just the <laughs> revelation
1: of this, because what, what's always what bothers me about a lot. It's not just specific to it, but basically everywhere online. It's like people are very careful about what aspects of their identity that they reveal. Uh-huh. Anything yes. that they think can give them advantage or not get them yelled at, you right. know about yeah. anything that you can yell at them about. They keep secret, which is perfectly natural, right? Sure, but I think I kind of have a problem with the fact that rich people are on Twitter among us with the rest of us, and none of them not fair. Talking fair. It. it starts to
0: feel a little bit unfair. I know. I actually literally also think this is a problem with having the left like operate on as much as it does on Twitter because we have this feeling that like we're in a bar, like, you know, conspiring with each other and talking to each other, but the enemies are literally fucking watching every single word of it. Like, that's the thing about that's bad about Twitter is that it's like, yes, you're there among cops and rich kids and fucking neoliberals and they're watching this whole conversation happen like we need to get away from where all the cops are like i would would you go to a party where there's a bunch of fucking cops hanging out (laughs) and like the disney company is there with a booth (laughs) like you know like i don't know if i would yeah so (laughs) like would you at least be at that party talking about like leftist organizing (laughs) in front of disney (laughs) yeah
1: yeah. Yeah, so my my dude here i'm not i'm not gonna name him because i mean for I mean, it does seem like a curse to be rich, so i'm not go, oh, I'm not, yeah. not going to name names, but i will uh-huh. say, even though he he is a bad person he is a he is a confirmed bad person, but he's rich, so we already what can you do so a yes. few days ago, I took a medium dose of acid and wrote for several hours straight and admitted some things to myself, mostly about money. Let's start here. last August, my mom gave me a hundred thousand dollars for my birthday. Let's start there. Yeah, let's do it. I resented her for this (laughs) and also suppressed
0: the resentment. Yes. I, felt- I love this. I actually, Leslie, it's a, it's a shock that you want to leave Twitter because of this, because this is the kind of, like, actual, like, portal into the mind of the wealthy that, like, you just can't get outside of, like, Brett Easton Ellis. And then you're like, well, maybe he's, like, being a little too extreme. Like, this is, like, firsthand. It's uh, incredible. I see.
1: That makes me feel a little better. It, but it was more the shock of <laughs> actually, like. Thinking about being given $100,000, it made me like, like, (laughs) ill. Like, I, like, just that that could happen. Like, that's, that, like, I don't believe in money anymore. I actually want to thank this guy. This guy made me stop (laughs) believing in money. Like, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in. He put you through an acid trip just with the the post. I don't believe money is real anymore because his mom just handed him $100,000 for his birthday. That just does not seem like it should be real, but I don't know. How can we take something seriously that can be used like that? Like, how can we believe? (laughs) Again, like, this is what people were slaves for. So this guy can be given $100,000 for one birthday from his mom and then bitch about it for... Uh, days straight. This is truly
0: the new... This is, I actually think, the new en vogue thing of the wealthy is to, like, actually sort of feel, you know, like you're part of a minority. Yes. Honestly. Like, I literally think that, like, it's the new thing to be like, man, like... You know, it like it's it's the actual new like white man's burden. Oh just, yes. like repackaged oh, this yeah, idea absolutely. of like wow, what a what a massive stress it is for me to have like the pressure of having all this money. You know. I mean,
1: And props to him. He has not, you know, locked his account, deleted. He's posting through it. Like, I at
0: least respect. He's it. too rich to even give a shit. Who cares? If you just got $100,000 for nothing, like, you true... I would be like, are you kidding? Why are you going to lock your account? If you have $100,000, you can't be canceled. Well, Jack, <laughs> Jack, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though.
1: Chrissy Teigen says otherwise.
0: Well, yeah, so I guess Chrissy Teigen, like, back in 2010, sent, like, really insanely nasty stuff to Courtney Stodden and... You know, I don't even really ever like to be like, "Holy shit!" Somebody tweeted something bad in 2010. But she was tweeting like directly to her, being like, "Kill yourself!" Like it was like actually like Kiwi Farms level kind of shit. Like it was really nasty. Like telling she was like DMing her, being like, "Kill yourself" and shit like that. And like, have you can like tweeting out like, can you even imagine why this girl hasn't killed herself? Like it was truly wild. Uh, And so Chrissy. First of all, earlier this year, Chrissy was like, I'm leaving Twitter. Like, I, this is just not fun anymore or whatever. And then she came back. Uh as because she's too mentally weak, unlike some who leave Twitter. Um, <laughs> unlike some. Uh uh, she was too mentally weak and she had to come back. And she was like, Guess what, guys? It turns out I like the attention. Uh, but the attention it does bite both ways. And the other thing is this Courtney Sodden thing had been out there for like years, and Courtney had commented on it before. Like, I think it was just like you know, wings of wax, I think it was truly wings of wax for Chrissy. It was like the world being like, "Okay, you said you were leaving, and now you're back. so let's talk about this thing, and then, like it just caught this time, and then Chrissy lost all of her dumb. I think a part of it is this it's like she lost her, you know, endorsements and her Target deal. I think part of it is like Target is only about barely going to make a deal with Chrissy Teigen in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like not so much cancel culture so much as like the, the executives at Target hearing about this and being like, why are we doing a fucking pillow line with this person anyway? With like John Legend's wife. <laughs> like, you know, who is this in the first place? No. Why, why do we need this? No, we don't need this fucking PR. Well, one thing I I will say about Chrissy, at least from what I saw, I haven't
1: read all of it, is that when she she did take the uh, Instagram, because apparently being on Instagram is not having thirty five million followers followers on Instagram is not enough she didn't count her complaint was largely uh, largely about the fact that she can't post and at least appreciate like that posters illness that she's mad that she's primarily mad that she can't tweet
0: but the thing is She could tweet people are just gonna be mean to her or something. I know. That's the thing, it's like you're not like banned. This is like the funniest thing. She did an Instagram where she was like she's like, Hey guys, I like miss you really bad. I'm part of the cancel club right now. Uh If anybody knows anyone else who's been canceled, let's (laughs) form a cancel club and have little cancel club meetings and stuff like that. I'm like, Chrissy, like She's like she was so funny. She's like I'm so bored and yet I hate leaving the house. I'm like she's so emo fucking Holden Caulfield. I'm like you are literally right now sitting in a mansion that looks like a museum and there are 40 attendants in the in the house with you at this moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like truly when chrissy's like I'm so bored and I can't even be online. I'm like I don't know like Maybe um, play with your child once. (laughs) (laughs) Like, watch a movie with your child one time. Like, just tell one of the, like, fleet of nannies, you know, to, like, take the afternoon if you're truly that bored. You know what I mean?
1: It's just so bizarre. Like, I cannot believe, like, like, Instagram isn't enough. I actually have to be... On Twitter, and I have she to be is, able to talk shit about anything I
0: want without. She's you. on that level. She's on. She's like Mira it's level. All, it's almost respect- like entertainment And Taman like with Nira, Nira, that's that's. I do respect it you say it's almost you're almost respectable I actually do respect it as annoying as I find she's like Trump it's like also they're all so like Trump you know what I mean like she is just like Trump she's like sad she also I guess never apologized to Courtney Stodden yes. like she was like you know she did DM her about you know uh, uh, killing themselves but didn't find the time to uh, apologize since all this whole controversy happened again but I do have to respect the uh, posters urge I think she's down bad. I think uh, Chrissy Teigen is absolutely having a rough one, and it's a it's a time I recognize. To be honest with you, Leslie, I should sell. I should sell a class to get people out of the posters' compulsion. If I could be Rasputin to like Chrissy Teigen, getting her offline or something like that, like that is actually my true calling. (laughs) All right, folks. Thank
1: you so much for listening to Struggle Session. Have a good one. Peace. like what you hear want to hear more check us out at patreon.com struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes commercial free as well as hundreds of bonus episodes thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong